Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. I will play the devil in your land of make-believe. It's your boy, the King of Bonks, now Jim Vicious. Joined, as always, by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby Blades. What is up? What's going on, man? How you been? Dude, I've been good. Haven't really talked to you much, Bob. No, it's uh, kind of vanished for a while off Facebook. I haven't been really active and... I get in my little modes where I don't reach out to people, but yeah. I'm, I'm still alive. I'm still here. There you go. It's good. I get that way too. Sometimes for like a whole week, I just will not talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All my Xbox friends are like, you you live? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Still don't want to talk to fucking anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like what I did where... I go to bed when it's fucking early, like <laughs> eight o'clock and shit. Yeah. Well, we normally nap during the day now anyway, so it's... Uh, I don't know. When when do we not sleep? Oh, as old guys, you know. <laughs> that was a big one. I take a lot of old guy naps, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you know, in your early years there's so many things you look forward to in life. It's like as an old man now, I only just look forward to is sleep. <laughs> one of my favorite things. You know? Or in my case, it's kind of wishing every night that I get a good sleep instead of waking up in pain, you know? Yeah. Why are you there? What a couple of old fucks. <laughs> Miserable old bastards here. Yeah, dude. Our last episode, which I apologize, was a month ago. Yeah. Uh, it was all positive. It was like the beginning of the year. We came in and it ended up being super positive, even though that really wasn't, you know, we didn't set out with a plan. No, but there was a lot of good shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, now it's February, and we're realizing that uh, I think this is just life now, you know? Yeah, Every which year is... is just a piece of shit, and that's just <laughs> that's just how it is. You know, like 2020, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, fuck 2019, 2020, and then it's just kind of the same shit every year now. Well, yeah, because it, I don't know, it feels like it, Groundhog Day, you know, just keeps repeating itself. Yeah, what are you gonna Same shit, do different day. There's, you know, pande- there's a fucking pandemic going on. Yeah, when, sick all over the place. There's, when is uh, this thing gonna end, man? Like I heard it was, end. I heard it was gonna become endemic instead of a pandemic. It's never gonna end. <laughs> um, you know, people trying to turn our government into a dictatorship in the next couple of years. You know, setting the pieces down for that. So. Everything is just kind of fucking dog shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't mean to bring you down at the beginning of the episode, but you know. I'm just starting to get baked here for the day, so we'll see as I get more baked. I'll probably turn and get in a better mood. But, uh, but not good mood material. Uh, every time I die has broken up. It's been a couple of weeks now, but we have been in on hiatus. Uh, so yeah, they have broken up. Seems to be a big issue with Keith Buckley, the singer. Um, which you know, if you've ever been in a band with a singer, you know how that goes. <laughs> um, I am on the you know, the interesting position of I have both been the maniacal asshole, hard to deal with singer, and you know, the drummer, the the, the bassist, the guitar player. So I've had all those positions and there is something about singing in a band 
that will make you crazy. Because you're the like, most part. you're like the uh, the face of the band, or the you know the main man. And I was in a band with a dude where I did vocals in this metal band, and he played bass, and we had, we started another band where I played guitar and he sang, and I watched lead singer syndrome take over him. Shit, in real time, you know. <laughs> There's something to it, man. I don't know, but I don't know if that's the cause here. There's a lot of disagreements of, you know, he said, she said. It just really reminded me of, like, all the band breakups that I've been through, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just sad because it's like, you're fucking bros. You know, you're friends with these people, and now you're not, you know, because of a band or because of bullshit. And it's like, you guys can't work this out. They've been a band since 98. Yeah. His brother plays guitar so it's like i guess a lot of the issues between the brothers no shit right if you can't get along with your family who the hell can you get along with yeah it's just it's just unfortunate because you know they've been a band for so long and they just put out their best album uh radical which is what my number two album in the top five at the end of the year show that we did yeah such a good record and it's their best shit and that's how that goes too can tell you that from being in bands it's like man the at the zenith is when it goes down all the time so, put out i guess it's a band i guess you you always kind of get better that's the plan anyway it should be i mean i always felt like any band i was in got better with time metallica probably thinks the same thing <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. Those guys even talk to each other aside from recording their album, though. I think they're a lot better off now than they were, you know, when they were doing that fucking doc that we oh, seemingly yeah. cannot do an episode without referencing. <laughs> right, <laughs> that they've yeah. seemed to become the template for um for the bands and how to stay together or some shit, man. Because you know they got their own therapist and all that. Yeah, dude. It's like. That's where I, like I said, I became a fan of Lars. Lars is like, us? He's like, we can't get together and write a fucking album? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But yeah, uh, it's some stalk to my ears. It's like one of my favorite quotes. Of <laughs> I don't know. I like, like uh, Dave Mustaine going, I miss my little Danish friend, man. We used to go smoke hash and talk about holes in the ground. <laughs> I love that part. Holes in the ground? Yeah, it's, it's something about a hole in the ground, man. Him and him and Dave were talking, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Yeah. They should just do it. They should just do an album with him, you know? Megatallica. <laughs> Megatallica. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, what would he be doing? He'd be playing guitar, though, right? Not singing. Yeah. Okay. I could do backups. I don't know. Just tell Kirk to fucking take a break for an album, you know? Yeah. Settle down. Stop trying to solo all the time. Have you seen, just speaking of Kirk Hammett, like, you know he's a great guitar player, but have you seen, like, I seem to see a lot of video of him just playing awfully. Yeah. I've seen a couple of videos like that. Like, does he have a fucking issue? Does he have, like, arthritis? It's like Lars, right? Like, that guy's terrible now. The way he plays shit, he, like, has these lazy new beats for songs. Are you talking about the live shows or the the last two studio albums they put out? Well, I mean, like when they play when they play old songs live, Lars has these like half-ass fucking drum beats that he plays on. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's age, man. Maybe he just can't, like, flex his wrist the way that he used to. I mean, these guys are fucking older than us. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But anyway, every time I die, it's the shit, and uh, it's dumb. So, But I assume they'll have the four guys will still start a new band with a new singer, which I guess that's exciting to look forward to. You know, and Keith Buckley will probably go back to uh, the damn things or something. Uh, that's that like super group that he has. They put out two albums over the years. Oh, that's that Him, band with Scott Ian, right? Yeah, Scott Ian, the drummer and guitar player of Fallout Boy, and I don't know some bassist who gives a fuck about bassists. Didn't they have uh, the lead singer? <laughs> from shout the- out to my boy Geiger. <laughs> A shout out to another bassist we know in Glutton for Punishment now, uh, Natanic. Holy fuck, man. It's the best. After, like, that dude making fun of bass players and shit for so long, for him to be a bass player, cracks <laughs> me up. And I love uh, reading his Facebook feeds now about bass players. About how they're, like, under... What, what is it? I haven't even really noticed. Uh, some of them is, like, underrated, and then... um. The other part was like him complaining about being a bassist. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm fucking loving it, man. It's funny. I don't, I mean, I've listened to some of the shit, you know, maybe in the future they'll do whatever, you know, he's just kind of playing their shit because he joined an existing band. But the dude is an amazing, like, you know, fucking widdly widdly guy on the guitar. Oh yeah. So he should be able to fucking rip a bass, you know, you would think. You would think so, yeah. But it, maybe it's like me where I can, you know, we're only hitting the root notes. But that's not the point. The point is, like, not liking to play bass, maybe. I think I made a mistake switching from bass to guitar. I keep thinking, like, I should be playing bass, not guitar. Really? You enjoy that more? I started off, well, I guess I got a guitar when I was, like, 15 or something. But I didn't know how to play it. And I got a bass. And I played bass for a while. Like, I think bass is more up my alley, maybe. Only four strings, so that makes it better. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to form any chords or anything like that. Well, you can. Oh, you can? Sure you can. God Same damn, see, that's how much I know about bass. I got uh, like a fucking, my boys in Egypt, Aaron, the bass player, like he's constantly playing fucking like power chords on bass and playing f- chords and shit. Makes it sound heavy as fuck. Wow. Okay. See, I didn't even think of that. Like those, everyone has to, everyone thinks you have to tune down, down, down. And I'm guilty of it too. Like, you know, my last band was in drop B, you know? So, I mean, that's pretty low. But that band, Egypt, is in standard tuning and it's heavy as fucking standard. And I don't even know how they do it. Like, I was playing with some of their tabs recently and I was playing along to some of the songs. And I'm like, how the fuck does this sound so heavy in standard tuning? I don't, I don't know. They have some kind of wizardry going on. Yeah, maybe they uh, hike up the low end in post-production. I hear standard, and I'm just like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, I've been playing a lot in standard because I'm trying to, you know, learn. And I think that's, you know, you got to start there, and then you can transpose to everywhere else. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, on tangents. So, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace every time I die. Yeah. I think, like, if the money's right, they'll probably hook up for a reunion show in, like, eight or ten years. Eight or ten years? Yeah. (laughs) 
I think we will be back to it, you know? I mean, you see a lot. I've seen a lot of fucking bands over the years that they break up and then they get back together and, you know, even if it's bands that you think, like, there's no goddamn way, you mm -hmm. know? Like, At The Drive-In came back together, you know, like, what, 17 years after breaking up? <laughs> I put out an album that crushed and was, like, not like this the independent bands either it was like where that band would have went you know it's so fucking crazy i don't even know who those are man at the drive-in yeah. yeah the drive-in was this like post-hardcore like super popular post-hardcore band they broke up and then formed two bands the mars volta was like half of the band and the other half started sparta okay i'm familiar with the mars volta yeah and went in wildly different directions, you know, but came back 17 or 18 years, whatever the fuck it was, later and put out this album that didn't have any Sparta riffs or any Mars Volta riffs. You know what I'm saying? It was like all at the drive-in. And how they pulled that off is beyond me. It just crushes, too. It's fucking awesome. I'm sure you've heard the song One-Armed Scissor. I don't know. I might have. It, it doesn't sound familiar. That song is like... It's overplayed to a level that's unbelievable. I still fucking, I still get jams. If I hear one arm scissor kick on somewhere, I'm fucking rocking. I'll have to that's look into that because I bet I have heard it. I just am not familiar with the title. Oh, yeah. If you, I think if you heard the chorus, you'd be like, oh, this song. That's that song I heard many years ago. So who knows? I mean, we'll see it. We'll, we'll see it come back around uh, eventually. Hopefully it's good then, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, also, well, speaking of uh, rest in peace, uh, John, is his name pronounced Zazula? I don't know. Um, I yeah, I don't know how. I always called Zazula. him John Zazula. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's funny is that a few years ago, his wife passed away. And so he was the. Yeah, that's real funny. Well, no, not funny, <laughs> funny, but, you know. Like, what's funny is. I just find it like when I hear about people dying of loneliness, you know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, his wife passed away and then he not long after he goes, you know, he's only what was he? 69, they said. Yeah, 69. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you see people live in the 80s. So 69 is a little a little too soon, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends. I don't know. Does it say here? Anyway, we didn't say he was the uh, co-founder of Megaforce Records which has like a crazy spot in metal, even if you are a new metal fan, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but they launched the album, which released the first albums from Metallica, Anthrax, and others with his wife, Marsha, in 1982. Um, doesn't really say, because as I've bitched about on this show, they don't tell you how people die anymore. No, they don't. It fucking bothers me. They used to. They fucking used to. I was asking people. I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they not say the people were saying that they did? Yeah, like even when an artist died of a drug overdose, they would say that. I'm just talking Joe Blow. How did they die? You know, like yeah. a friend of ours um, who was like a longtime listener of Suplex City Limits. He died, you know, like last year. And, you know, being online friends, it took a while for all of us to find out and shit. We did a tribute show and shit to him on SEL and uh, just this amazing guy, but I'm like, I still don't know, and it bothers me. Like, what happened? Because that's the first thing you think when someone dies and, and they're not a hundred years old, you know? 
Right. I don't know. It's just like you want to know. Like, did they get in a car accident? Did they overdose on drugs? Did they kill themselves? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, maybe the families I, are the ones responsible for that. The, you know, don't. You definitely are. Yeah, you could do it if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I get that people don't want to be like, oh, yeah, he, uh, you know, friends of mine who died of fucking. I'm sure they don't get that their parents are like, oh, yeah, we came in his room and we found him dead with a fucking needle hanging out of his arm. You know? Yeah. I get that. But fuck. Anyway, uh, he was 69. I think he's unhealthy. I mean, you know, or had some kind of other medical issue. Who knows what happened? But uh, kind of fucking legendary, man. Megaforce Records in the 80s. That was like the shit. Fuck yeah, man. I think like the first time I even heard of Megaforce was on a sampler. It had uh, the first White Zombie album that was kind of a little bit more on the hardcore side. And also it had uh, Method of Destruction. And um, I think DOA was on there too. But there was a, a lot of heavy bands from their sampler tape. Yeah. He uh, hosted a radio show, Johnny Z's DEFCON 4 on Cranium Radio. Um, they also they did like benefits on there to raise money for victims of Hurricane Sandy. Um, it's headlined by Twisted Sister. So. Really good guys. A picture of him and his wife, too, here. It's like, they look like nice people, unfortunately. Hey, uh, speaking yeah. of that, did you ever, did you listen to Method of Destruction, uh, Gross Misconduct? No, did you send that to me? No, but uh, like if you've heard the album before, they've got uh, John and Marsha Zazula on there, and uh, she's got this really strange voice where she's like, "Leave it to me, trust us, Billy." <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man, because they're, you know, they're doing that song that they used to sing on. I think it was "Stand by Me," where there was like, "I'm Billy Milano, I'm a bold, courageous man." He is, he is, yes, yes. I'm not gonna sing the whole song, but mm. it's just like I'll. I'll link you to that song and you can check it out. I love we're both old guy, old metal guys. And there is like, we're like two circles of, you know what I'm saying? Of metal and music and shit. (laughs) And there is a middle part where those two circles overlap each other. But there's also these vast areas. (laughs) Where it's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Exactly. I like it took throughout listening. I'm like, oh, Billy Milano is in this band. I know that guy. Yeah, he's in SOD. Yeah, I know him from SOD. Yeah. Isn't he kind of a fucking... Well, I guess I don't know if I... I saw a lot of people running that guy down online. As, uh, for being, like, uh, less than savory person. Oh, I really don't know too much about him. But no, I probably didn't. It's like, I don't listen... I don't... Those old thrash bands and shit, I'm not really into them. Yeah. It, they're kind of like... Um, well, it's very much like Stormtroopers of Death, but it doesn't have Scott Ian. And, uh, you know, they're just kind of tongue-in-cheek songs, like a lot of a lot of uh, comedy spots, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it off. Um, what the fuck are you sending me? What? Oh, I just linked you that song I was talking about. Right now. Oh, you're gonna check it out right now? Oh, that's her? 
What are you hearing? Oh, I, I, I paused it already. I heard the lady fucking. Wah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's her. Funny. MODs. Next band is an SOD. Really takes it pretty far, that guy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, you can as a level these shows start and I start off pretty put together and speaking well and as it goes on it just gets slower and <laughs> the, the more you smoke just, right uh, speaking of Chris Barnes this week um, <laughs> that's really nice that like the metal community doesn't agree on much it's like you know do a pro wrestling podcast do suplexity limits and so the same thing there it's like you don't the community doesn't agree often but every once in a while things come along and they just all agree chris barnes fucking sucks yeah Not everybody agrees there are weirdo fucking six feet under fans <laughs> who think that six feet under is dope who thought their newest album was the best death metal album of uh 2021 do um, you see people say that no no but I, I believe there are people who thought that was the best not even death metal even though i couldn't even listen to it all the way through vocals are so bad we'll run them down here after i establish the uh the situation so uh chris barnes x six well current six feet under x cannibal corpse if you're uh, not familiar because i know like people uh friends of mine and shit who listen to the show they don't know listen to metal but they listen to this show anyhow Oh, thank you. Um, Even if you don't listen to I guess to there was a, a round table, a death metal round table at Nodfest featuring vocalist Corpse Grinder Fisher of Corpse, uh, the dude from Black Dolly Murder, the guy from Gate Creeper, never listened to them, and a guy from Undeath. I don't know. Never listened to them either. I've heard Undeath, that album's pretty good, and uh, Gate Creeper is also another good death metal band. But Black Dolly Murder is fucking goddamn tits uh so yeah they had some kind of a round table and then barnes um just commented that he thought it was he made him sick like i just watched a death metal podcast on youtube that was done about a week ago with the top here quote death metal vocalist made me physically ill i despise what this genre has become what are you are you in the genre <laughs> i was aware that you were in the death metal genre sir yeah and can we all agree that George Corpse Grinder Fisher is probably one of the best death metal voices of this decade? Well, I mean, if you're going to have a round table, if we're like, okay, we're getting four extreme metal vocalists to talk about, you know, the art. Yeah, I think you got to have him, you know. And the dude from Black Dahlia Murder is another great fucking choice. Um, I don't know who else you get in there, but, you know, either it's on... Either it's on me for, I mean, and granted, you know, I don't keep up with fucking death metal music. I don't give a fuck about new death metal bands that much. <laughs> Shit. I See, that that was me, but you talked me into listening to like Gorgatron and other bands, and then I suddenly went down the rabbit hole of new death metal bands and found yeah, some Gorgatron good shit. fucking rips. Oh, hell yeah. You know, some of it rips, but most of it doesn't, I think. And I just, as a, the only people who listen to death metal are in death metal bands. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I'm serious. <laughs> the alarming statistic. Over 85% of all death metal fans are in death metal bands. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening because they play next. Yeah. They're, 
<laughs> or they're listening to get like pointers on how to make their vocals pop more. Such an un. Like, I think you should do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. You know, obviously with your art, create what you want. But man, like, what an unviable thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this, this music is not. You know, who's making real money in death metal? The Cannibal Corpse. Probably Cannibal Corpse, maybe Deicide. Glenn Benton probably delivers fucking food on Grubhub or something. <laughs> Here's your pork fried rice, you son of a bitch. Pork fried rice. Like, did, that, did that guy have an upside down pentagram? <laughs> <laughs> he still got it, but oh man, I saw a picture of him. He looks seriously ill like he lost a bunch of weight and he just looks like his skin is all saggy and everything he's probably like 60 I think I mentioned that to you before I was like wow he does not look good I think that shit like their newer album I thought it was alright man I thought it jammed oh it did yeah cause he's smart he can say all it needs to be is Glenn Benton and three dudes you know I don't give a fuck who else is back there so he can get these young guns you know, he can get a fucking 25-year-old drummer who's just a machine. And I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure it's like newer guitar players in that band, too. I think so, yeah. Because they swapped out a, ever since the Hoffman brothers left or got kicked out, whatever. I don't know. But they used to... Like, each album, they had different guitarists. Yeah. And that's fine. That is what that's it fine. is, man. You know? But yeah, I mean, death metal bands, for me... And that goes for, like, all that shit. I mean, to me, I say death metal, but... You know, the like fucking grind and all the other shit. I mean, a lot of it's just, where's the change, man? Where's the the next thing? It's like, I need death metal or something, but I also need something else in there, you know? And these bands, it's like all their songs are fucking, you know, they all stuck, you know, it's like, eh. What else would you want in there, though? Like, would you want <laughs> harmonies or some shit, like, in the chorus? I, I, I don't know. I mean, my true answer, I don't. I feel, feel like there's a way to say without sounding like a cunt. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't want to sound like a cunt, and I'm not trying to. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I was in a death metal band back, like, 20 fucking years ago, and, yeah, we had death metal parts. It would be fucking, you know. But it would also, then it would go into other shit and be a death metal part into a punk part into... You know, like a southern fucking, you know, blues metal kind of thing. And like we just threw different genres in with death metal. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah, must have been an interesting melting pot right there. Hey, you can listen to it on YouTube, Omnipotent Belligerence. Omnipotent put out two albums back in the I mean, it's death metal, but it's like other shit too. It's tons of other shit. It's like a fucking, you know. Maybe to a fault, I guess. I don't fucking know. So is but there's that... even like a, there's a song that ends with a fucking a funk like a full on funk like you know fucking part at the end of it and shit. So I mean we were just like trying to do whatever. But that's all I'm saying. Like I need something new. I can't just like listen to a band that just sounds like the same death metal that's been going on for fucking thirty years. Yeah. But there's I a lot of bands that people love, like bigger bands in that scene that I just like I don't get it. But whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's um. Maybe it's nostalgia. Because like you know, I 
what I'm going to do is when that Corpse Grinder album comes out, I was hoping to talk about it this week, but it's not coming out till the 25th. Um, we talked about it before. We're like, oh, yeah, man, we hope he does something different. Like, maybe maybe he's not going, going to. to do... He's not. The one I know, I know. <laughs> but I, before not. we heard that song, we were like, oh, man, he should really do something different. Because every band, like, I was listening to his um, other side groups that he had, like the Voodoo Gods and... I forgot the Serp- Serpentine Dominion and it's all death metal and he's doing the same vocal style so it's like doesn't he listen to anything else like I wonder what else he's into that he could possibly change his vocals and you know get into that but I think we had a huge discussion about this in our last one yeah yeah show. we were talking about him doing um acoustic but with <laughs> with death metal lyrics or some shit <laughs> it- anyway Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe you're going to be the one to save me. <laughs> you're going to be the one that saves me. After all. Be great, man. No, just something different. Yeah. I mean, and even then, it's still better than Chris Barnes' vocals. Yeah. Oh, God. Chris Barnes, man. His vocals are the fucking worst. So anyway, he's like, just being a cunt. You know, Jamie Joss does like, come on the podcast, man. Talk about it. You know, Jamie Joss, he's no fucking slouch. Yeah. I like his pod. I've, I've been waiting, like, he's put out six episodes or something now where he has guests I don't give a fuck about. You know, like, I need to, you need to step it up or get, I don't know, something. Because he gets these people on and I'm just like, I don't know who that band is. Or I listen to it and it's just like, bl- noise. And I'm like, ugh. Maybe if he has Barnes on there, it'll create some controversy. Kind of bump well, That's what he was trying little. to do, but Barnes wouldn't go on. Yeah. And said, no w- thanks, brother. Yeah. I have no need to jump on that bandwagon. You guys got that. What bandwagon? What kind of a pussy move is that, though? You know, he says something on Twitter and then doesn't even, like, clarify his statements or provide any insight into it whatsoever. He's just like, oh, the death metal today makes me physically ill. I mean, really? Yeah, I don't know. So this is pretty funny. I mean, Jamie Josta like arguing with it on Twitter, and Chris Barnes fucking sucks, and his vocals are the worst, dude. Honestly, yeah, the he hasn't goddamn been goddamn worst. <laughs> hasn't been relevant since the the first Six Feet Under album and the little uh, EP. Those were probably the two best, and it just went downhill from there. <laughs> Insect. <laughs> yeah, dude, that EP is pretty sweet because Insect is on there. That's on fucking rock. Yeah, and even the the cover of Judas Priest Grinder. I mean, that's a badass tune right there. Yeah, his vocals after that were shit. Starting on Warpath. You know? Oh man, you could He's, tell they were starting to fade. It was just awful. On Warpath, he was like trying to sing in there too, and like I almost give him credit. It's like, okay, man, you're trying to you're trying to do just something else. But whatever is happening now with his vocals. Is that the best you can do? Is that really, or or do you think that sounds good? Or you know, I'm just so perplexed by it. Yeah, he because went, Studio Magic could make that way better. You know? Oh, I'm sure it <laughs> could. Put but... some distortion on there and shit. Pitch <laughs> it. I mean, like you could make it sound great. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, why do you intend for it to sound so fucking abysmal? I think. <laughs> I think he produces every Six Feet Under record now. Like, uh, I don't think they're doing it at Morrisound Studios. I think, like, he's doing that shit all himself. 
Is Morristown Studio still a thing? It might be. I don't know. I don't pay attention. 1996. <laughs> that guy's probably fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're speaking ill of the dead here, man. <laughs> Morristown. Oh, man. There was a time where, like, if you liked metal, that was like, oh, that's the, the peak of fucking metal production. Yeah, because mm. Cannibal Corpse, Morbid Angel, Deicide, I mean, a who's who of death metal legends were there. I don't recall my specific notes, but I did not like the mix of that Corpse, the new Corpse album. What was it? I can't think of it, man. There was something about it that I really hated in the production. I forget what. The, the Violence Unimagined one? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I didn't seem to have a problem with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, uh, what specifically like was in the mix that you didn't like? I don't remember. I just remember. I just like have, I don't have enough room for all that info. You know? Oh yeah. I just remember like there's a tab in the, in the memory that says I, there was something about it. I didn't like in the production, but the, the file within has been deleted. Like space. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> that's, that's your brain right there. Maybe I'll listen to it and come back. Any talk about that, but whatever it was. I don't know. But yeah, the point is Chris Barnes fucking sucks. Yeah, I think uh, the consensus, at least with me, is yeah, he fucking sucks. Yeah. And I mean, uh, for all the listeners out there, if, uh, if you agree with us or disagree, you know, um, put it on the Facebook page. Let's get that discussion going. Talk about Chris Barnes. <laughs> Try so hard. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get shit moving here, man. You know. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, this 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 show gets likes all the time. I get notified every time we get a like. Yeah. And it seems like a pretty steady. I'm like, who are these people? Who right. Are these people. So you get Welcome. notified, but I don't get notifications. That's fucking weird. Uh-huh. I get notifications the- for every other page except for Old Guy Metalcast. Something in your maybe something in your settings, Grandpa. Met. Yeah, I, I gotta learn how to use that Facebook. Uh, since we last talked here, um, fucking Meat Love passed away. Yeah, man. Rest I in a peace, great fucking singer. Not just Meat Loaf, but Bob Saget, fucking Louis Anderson. Oh, yeah. Some fucking comedians we lost. I mean, shit, what's going on? This, this really is a bummer time. Yeah, people die. Now we're old. Yeah. You know, I remember being a kid and you'd see like all these celebrities your parents know, but you don't died. And you're like, oh. Yeah, and you're like, who cares? But then when you get to that age. Now that's our time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look at how old some people are and it's like, holy shit. Yeah, can you believe Danzig is like fucking 65, man? <laughs> holy shit. Fucking dance. Yeah, I, that's the thing. We get old, man. It's weird. Like, this is the rest of our life. You know, it's just going to be people we know and like and famous people dying. Yeah. That sucks. I don't like that. Holy mother of fuck, it's hot in here. <laughs> we got. Okay, the temperature outside dropped down to 30, but it is blazing up in here. Oh, it's I... below zero here today. Jesus Christ. You live in I have like, electric baseboard heat, which is great for people who like to be either cold or really hot. So 
so like, basically it'll be chilly and you're like oh fuck man turn it up you turn it till it clicks so it turns on and then it'll just turn your your apartment to a fucking sauna what do you and turn you it up turn to? it off and open the window and shit so uh, what's your average temperature in my house yeah in your house i mean i prefer to keep i can't set it i mean i can set like when the fucking thing turns on and off that's it and it's just a vague dial so you can, it's not like I can set my temperature and it'll stay there. If I could, it would probably be 68. Okay, that's not bad. I can't take anything above uh, 69. 69. Fucking child. It's too hot, man. I, yeah, it's too hot. There are people who set their fucking shit to like 77 in the winter. Oh, Jesus I'm not Christ. coming to your 77 in your house. <laughs> Fuck no. I can't breathe if it's like that. No way. I don't care what you got up in there. I ain't coming up. <laughs> if you got a whole row of pussy waiting for me. I was, that's exactly it. Like, there's a buffet of pussy and plates of coke in there. And it's like 80 degrees in their fucking I'll Walk house. in and be like, oh, it's too fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They're like, but Jim, we have all this weed for you. Like, I don't give a fuck. I know people who keep their house too hot in the winter. I won't fucking go there. Yeah, Not coming, dude. I can't do even it. Like, seventy-two is the top of what I will accept. See, that's even too hot for me. I, I don't like it, but that's I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> you know? But like, if your shit's seventy-three or above, not nah, <laughs> so it's one degree above. You're like, nope, I'm no, out of no. here. No, seventy-two is pushing it, honestly. Yeah, it is. I'm it- being gracious by giving you that or giving you seventy-two. When you think really, about it, should it be 70. who needs their house to be above 70 degrees, really? Put on a oh, fucking sweater or something. Cold, and it's fucking annoying. You know? Yeah. She's out every day, every day in the winter in the house. I'm cold. <laughs> I you know, guess. I shit you not be completely fucking naked until it gets cold. Put <laughs> <laughs> a fucking shirt on, dude. Put some fucking pants on. Oh shit! <laughs> to say it's cold in here when you're fucking naked is ridiculous. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's like, does she normally walk around in the nude or something? That'll be quite a bit, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that she's used to like really warm weather. Yeah. Well, I don't know, not really, but like, I mean, I in know. your house, the warm, the warmth of your home, I guess. Yeah. That's fucking like, weird. I, I'm good. I've got fucking a shirt on, you know. Yeah. Ah, oh, whatever. Oh, you know what I was wondering? Were you singing for that uh, band when you did the 10-year challenge and you posted that photo? uh, You were singing for uh, Omnipotent Belligerence? Uh, No, that was Arrested for Sorcery. Oh, okay. I wondered what band that was when you were singing. That shit's online, too. I'll check that out, Arrested for Sorcery. Oh, yeah. I got to put that. That's like genty shit, like two eight-string guitars. (laughs) It is. Two eight-string guitars and then bass. So who was playing the eight-strings? Uh, my buddies John and Dane. Okay. They're still together as, like, uh, they're not lord. Wait, they're lords of sorcery now. How come they couldn't uh, be arrested for sorcery? Well, they were, but me and that other guy, who, like I said earlier, who played bass in that band, then we formed another band. And we were in both simultaneously. And we both kind of petered out on that band. 
Well, I petered out on it, and he had fucking, you know, personal issues. So, me, I left as vocals, and he left on bass. They got a different bass player, so they just kind of changed their name. They still play, you know, I think they still play some of the old songs that we used to play. Oh, shit. So they became the Lords of Sorcery. The Lords of Sorcery, featuring Jim Vicious. Featuring Herman Menderchuk. <laughs> I just got to a point where it was like Friday even Friday was when that band jammed. And that's back where um the Bligerance way back used to jam, I think, on Friday evenings as well. And like I'm a I don't wanna fucking do that shit. I wanna Friday night, I just wanna come home from work. I just wanna chill, dude. That's when you started to get old, right there. That's the oh, exact much. moment. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't wanna fuck Friday night, dude. I don't wanna fucking I just wanna be here in my chair. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we were younger and it was like we had to be out for the weekend? It's like, fuck, man, we got to go to the mall or we got to do this and that. Uh, go go on the to prowl me a perfect, for chicks. A perfect weekend is when I park my car on Friday and I get back in it on Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. It's like an ideal weekend for me. Perfect weekend. Lots of naps. <laughs> perfect weekend where i don't have to leave i don't have to fucking do shit because i have to leave every day i have to do bullshit every single day yeah i just want a day where i don't have to fucking do anything yeah someone you made just me do something out. early on my uh i get two days a month that i can sleep in and it, when people fuck with those two sundays i get pissed off <laughs> wow two days a two days a month man that's harsh yeah. Every two weeks I, on Sunday, I get one day that I can don't have to wake up for anything. I can sleep as long as I fucking want. And it's what gets me through for two weeks of living. You know? Holy shit. <laughs> Honestly. I have those two days that I look it's forward to. It's not this Sunday either. It's next Sunday. It's like fucking a week and two days away. Uh, so you got that to but When I wake up every to. morning and I go, fuck this shit. I don't have to go to work. I'm like, well, only 10 more days. The sleeping day. Yeah, you got the fucking countdown. And how late do you sleep on those days? Oh, uh, like noon. I mean, I sleep for like twelve fucking hours. Jesus Christ! You're turning into me, or maybe I'm turning into you. I don't fucking know. Either way, the end product's questionable. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now I usually sleep like seven hours a night during the week. And then oh, I come okay. home and take an hour nap after work. So, but yeah, on those days I sleep, I'll just lay, I'll just like lay in there too. Eventually I'll sleep for like 10, 12 hours, but then I'll just lay in there too for a long time before I fucking <laughs> Yeah, I do the same shit though. I really do. I'll fucking, I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of bed yet. I'll just lay here. The only I get, the more I'm like, it's like my favorite place to be. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's the only because, place where you don't have to put up with the bullshit of everything. Well, I used to do shit. I gotta be doing stuff, and then when I go to bed, I just go to bed and go to sleep. Now I'm in this kick where I'm like, I like to go to bed and just lay in there for like two hours, <laughs> and watch <laughs> you know, or an hour, at least an hour. Oh shit! Watch fucking watch my programs. Watch your your stories. Bed. What's that? Watch your stories. Yeah, watch my stories. Like Righteous Gemstones on HBO. Fucking awesome. 
I don't know. I'm stuck on uh, all those Korean fucking horror dramas now, man. I'm watching. Yeah. You have HBO or no? Uh, yeah, I do. What the fuck? You should be watching Righteous Gemstone. What's it about? Uh, John Goodman stars as a, t- in a televangelist, and his sons are Danny McBride and uh, Adam Devine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark comedy. You know, like you ever watched. Um, McBride's other shows like Vice Principals on HBO. No, I haven't. You should watch that too. Um, it's a comedy, but it's like a dark comedy. But yeah, it's this fucking family of, you know, crazy televangelists. Oh shit! And it's it's fucking, it's really good. It's it's drama, but it's comedy, and it's it's really tremendous. So you're not into East- any of the horror stuff, then, huh? Yeah. Did Not you listen really. to Eastbound and Down? How did you watch? Sorry, Eastbound and Down back in the day. Mm, no, I heard Danny about Mc, it. Danny a lot, McBride. Though. That's all on HBO. All the three of those shows are on HBO. Okay. Yeah, I remember Danny McBride from like uh, fucking Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell, and uh, This Is the End with uh, mm. Seth Rogen and all the other guys. Mm. I don't know. He plays fucking Kenny Powers, this like southern ass pitcher. I, I'm telling you, man. Check out all the three of those shows. Like. What is this you sent me? Fred Durst? Yeah, I don't know. It just came up on... I'm looking at the sites and I was like, oh, Jesus, Fred Durst wants to know who you should tour with. And like, stop touring. Don't tour anymore. That's that's what I want to see, Limp Biscuit. It's tour with... I mean, on, really? In reality, if you wanted to make money? You should try to tour with Korn. Yeah, or Metallica. I don't think Metallica's going to play with Limp Bizkit. Yeah, actually not. Yeah. I don't know if Korn has any kind of relationship with them. Honestly, they should get a fucking, uh, a bunch of the bands that used to do, what was the tour that they used to do? Wasn't that the Family Values tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should get bands like that. They should get Orgy and shit. (laughs) Oh, Orgy is making a comeback. I actually really like their first like two albums. Oh yeah, the with their song with their cover of Blue Monday, it's fucking that, that's like, epic. That's their first. I mean, I'm sure they have shit before that, but yeah, that popular album from there. I like that album. I don't give a fuck. I do too. I thought it was great. Like one of the yeah. best of 1998. I mean, as far as I'll go, but was it? you know, I enjoy it on occasion. Why yeah. does Fred Durst look so fucking like he's just leaning in? Now he has no hair? Doesn't he look like uh, fucking John Zazula, man? He does. <laughs> just bald-headed with a white beard? I don't give a fuck who they tour with. Eh, I don't care. Boy, Jonathan Davis know. got fat too, man. He looks yeah. a little pudgy Didn't there. that new album come out today? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I listened to, you know, the first three singles that they put out, but I haven't heard any other new song yet. So I was going to leave a review, but it's like I can't really base that on three songs. I think one was pretty good, and the other two I thought were shit. I like, um, okay, I like the the riffs on Lost in the Grandeur. I don't like the vocals of it. Um, the other two songs, I like the melodies and the way everything plays out. It reminds me of classic corn, albeit a little radio friendly. Um, but I mean, it's not the bad. The song I like the most is the most radio friendly one. I think. Honestly, it's the one that has the best chorus, and it's like a, it's like oh, I can see this playing on rock, you know, rock radio. 
Yeah, and I think so that's, that's actually the one... oddly my favorite one because the other two to me just seem so fucking bleh. Really? Yeah. See, the one where you're talking about, I think it's Forgotten, right? I'm not sure. All right, but anyway, yeah, that was the one that I didn't like at first. And I was like, ah, this sounds like, you know, radio-friendly bullshit. But the more I listened to it, it was like I, I noticed I was kind of jamming to it. I was like, oh, shit, it's not bad. I like it. I'm digging it. And then um, the second song, it was a lot heavier. And so I was into that. But then when I heard this new one that they put out, Lost in the Grandeur, it's like the riffs are there, but the vocals don't seem to match with the riffs. I know we talked to on this, we were going to do in the new metal, new metal episode. Uh, go back and check that out if you haven't. And the, and the Spotify playlist. But we were talking about like how I dropped off on Korn, and then I actually listened to their most, re- I think the last album they put out. And I actually got into it. I think I came back on here and I was like, I've actually been jamming. It's pretty good. At least if, like the beginning of that album is pretty fucking good. Yeah. It was like right after his wife died or whatever. I don't know, but I just know the whole thing was pretty dark and pretty heavy. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was actually pretty good. So we'll see how this new album, I'll probably download it here. I got to go out and get some fucking uh, takeout pizza and shit later. So. Yeah. See, I bought it. it I bought it last night. Corn has been my favorite. So it's like I like to support the artists that, you know, I really enjoy. And so I just go to Apple Music and buy their shit. It's like, you know, it's giving them something. It's not a lot, but it's just something I feel, you know, I like to show support. Yeah, that's pretty admirable of you. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) You're just going to listen on Spotify, right? Yeah. Hey, that's fine too. I mean, I, they do get paid something, but they still get ass raped. Yeah, right. Well, Neil Young's gonna regret his decision when he doesn't get his fucking seven dollar check. <laughs> his royalties, right? I can honestly Absolutely. say that I've I've only heard one song from Neil Young. That's uh pretty unfortunate, sir. <laughs> I don't know. Keep on rocking in the free room. Yeah. I was I was never into like a lot of that stuff, you know? Yeah. He's got some good shit. It's not like I don't think I'm gonna notice. You know, him or Joni Mitchell. I don't know if I'll notice their music being uh Dude, I thought Joni Mitchell was dead, man. No. <laughs> Evidently not. And so they both pulled their music because of Seth uh Seth Rogan. No, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I guess that was what they, you know, that's what they decided. Christ on a cracker, man. This is this yeah. is what the world is now. I don't want to get into that whole fucking debate about Rogan and all that nonsense. I just don't care anymore. I don't care either. It's just ridiculous. That's all I'll say is to, if you want to leave Spotify, you know, you don't have to announce it to the world. Just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is my decision. Fuck off. Well, they're, I mean, he's doing it, obviously, to, to bring attention to the situation. Because he feels strongly about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, somewhere in the middle, you know? Like, I do a podcast. I should be able to say what I want. But also, you know, when you say dumb shit and you're causing people to, you know, do things that are making other people die and get sick and shit. You know, I kind of have a, I mean, you can't, I can't do that, right? You can't go into a movie theater and kneel fire, right? So. No, can't do that. I don't know. I, I just think if, if you've got people like you got, there were people who were listening to Alex Jones and they were kind of like taking what he said as gospel. 
and there's just a point where it's like okay you can take in you can take somebody what they bring to you take that into consideration but there comes a time when you have to think for yourself and well yeah but people don't that's i mean that's just it you know i mean you talk about alex jones or fucking tucker carlson or something who you know i mean it's if you're blatantly telling people lies and causing them to do things then you know that that's on, it is on you because you speaking to you know a million people or whatever the fuck it is yeah so, to me that's on you you know like this little you've seen this thing with this butterfly cons- conservatory nah man there's this butterfly it's in i should i don't even have the story <laughs> i didn't plan on talking about it but here we are um So there's this butterfly while I look it up. The Butterfly Conservatory that is on the border of Texas. And uh, they've had to shut down due to harassment from uh, right wing, some right wing cats. Oh, okay. I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, it's the National Butterfly Center in Mission, Texas. It's closing its doors for the immediate future after ongoing harassment directed at the employees and the center itself. Uh, it is a nonprofit nature reserve between the U.S. and Mexico border, and it unwittingly became the subject of conservative conspiracy theories and political conflict in recent years. What um, the hell? So they've in a, a long-time battle with the Trump administration about the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, they just want to, like, build a wall right through the middle of this fucking place. Yes. <laughs> you know, because that's what they did. That's what they were like, we're going to build this wall, and... Fuck everything that's there. Let's yeah. cut the building in half and just run the wall right through it. Yeah. And I, I, some people had homes that were right on the border too, and the wall would go right through the halfway of their home. Yeah. That is that true? Yeah, that is because the way that the border runs, um, there were people whose whose homes and backyards were kind of like in between Mexico and the U.S. I guess you would call it. And like a, there was a few articles where people were actually talking about it. They're like, "What's he gonna do? Build a wall right through our house? You know, we're not we're not gonna have that." You know, there's a lot of bullshit going on about this. Yeah, there's um, they they're spreading things like remember that whole Pizza Gate thing? Yeah, well, that's what I was like thinking. There's these, they're saying that about this butterfly center, this National Butterfly Center. So what? This was like a place where they would go and diddle kids or some shit. That's what people are saying. Yeah. At this oh, place. wow. There's human trafficking and all that. Like the Pizzagate thing, which obviously is not true. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just like a pizza fucking restaurant. <laughs> Didn't even is... have a basement, I think. Right? <laughs> and people say it was having a so, yeah, just crazy QAnons. And they're like, now this butterfly conservatory is <laughs> a beautiful thing in the world, right? Yeah. It gets shut down. This is it's why we shut can't down have nice Because things. there's people fucking threatening to kill them and, you know. Yeah. So if, if you're behind causing people to think those things, I think you should be held accountable. Yeah. See, I don't listen to Rogan anymore, but was he saying... That's not Rogan shit. No. Oh, that's no. not Rogan. Okay. No, 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 no. No, Rogan shit is just like COVID. Oh, just COVID stuff. Okay. Yeah. He has people on who say, you know, things that the mass scientific community disagrees with. So they had sent in, you know, they want to... Spotify to take his podcast off. 
No, that's the whole thing. No, he's just the COVID shit. I'm talking now about like QAnon stuff. You know? Okay, I got you. It's the same pr- principle, I think, that, you know, if you're give, telling people things that are, you know, causing pro- harm to other people, then that's you know, probably a problem. Right. And it goes back to the Alex Jones thing where he actually got in trouble for, you know, the mass shooting that happened. Yeah, because people would go and find these people. Yeah. And harass them. Like these people whose children died at school. Right. And they harass them like, ah, oh, you're a fucking fake. You're a fucking fake. You know, all this shit. But there's still people that hold fast to that. They fucking double down. They're like, oh, this was a a false flag, blah, blah, blah. And they live live among us. (laughs) They live among us. You don't even fucking know. Yeah, that kind of shit separates families, man. It it like it really causes a schism. I think it's a big part of why we are where we are, you know. 2016 mm-hmm. and uh trump becoming the president yeah it really wasn't like that before you know like i hate bush like i thought he was uh the second bush you know i thought he was like fucking uh just the bringer of doom and he's a fucking idiot and everything but it wasn't like a big you know like thing like it became and like that's where we're at you know yeah i like, think it was a slow split. that's i think that's where it started in this country yeah was that split and you know they definitely push that you know because that's you know that's how you get power and you know i mean if you have your if you're causing division between people they can't work together that's right that's what i was just gonna say if you keep everyone at each other's throats all of the time then they can't focus on what's actually happening behind the scenes that's been happening i mean this is not a new thing i mean it's been happened in other countries whose democracies have now well, some of them anyhow have fallen you know it's just it's a age-old technique yeah and uh, see people are getting wise to it now or at least a lot of people were getting wise to it and that's why i guess uh there's more chaos i don't know man i started stupid. to i started to wake up to the way that shit was going i was like man this world doesn't seem right and this was maybe 20 years ago you know there comes a time you're like i don't want to follow along with this anymore it's i don't like the way the shit's going and then you you could see all the shit that's wrong with the world not like you're a prophet or anything but i'm saying and i'm part of it i'm not gonna say that i'm not part of it because i am like there's there's people on the other side of things from me in this life that i don't even care how it makes me sound i i don't care I would not save a fucking red MAGA hat from drowning if it was bobbing in the fucking lake in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. Serious. If I'm driving in the dead of fucking winter and I come by a car that's broken down and it has no political shit on it at all, I'll stop. But if it had a Trump sticker or something or a fucking... No, dude. Good luck, man. I hope one of your fucking people stops. <laughs> what if it was a used car that somebody bought, but they didn't remove the sticker from it? That's their own fucking problem. It's <laughs> their own problem, bro. Oh man, I but I got someone like that who lives in my neighborhood. There's um, Joe Biden stickers all over the truck and everything. I'm just like, <sighs> I don't care. To be man. like 
pro fucking anything of those two right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's fucking a joke. Man. Absolute fucking uh, ghouls, man. Yeah. There is no lesser of two evils. There's just evil and evil. Yeah, I think one's a little one's lesser of an evil. Well, one's yeah. really insane and the other one is just evil. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> one's is a little bit less evil, but yeah, they're both <laughs> need to be fucking thrown in a bag and fucking held underwater until they stop thrashing about. It's like you've got the Joker and you've got Bane. <laughs> what the fuck? You've got the Joker, and you've got the Joker with an AR-15. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it, dude. Yeah, it is. It's How long is this episode? Uh, we're at an hour and 55 seconds. Got, oh, an hour on the dot. Um, yeah, pretty much. Built-in built in fucking timing right there. You got radar there. Uh, do you want more bleak news? Uh, go for it, man. Hit me. Uh, Earth's six mass extinction has begun, according to scientists. Ah, uh, hey, that's the article I sent you. Yeah. I read this article. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't doubt it at all, dude. A study from the International Union for Conserve Conservation of Nature found that hundreds of land animals could go extinct in the next 20 years. Not even could, they will. And, uh, it's the beginning of like the sixth mass extinction on this planet. Wow. Just to think that there were five and now there will be six. Worldwide, it is thought that more than 500 species of land animal are close to extinction and could be lost within the next 20 years. Um, they studied 29,000 species of land vertebrates. So this they expect would take thousands of years, if not for the negative impact of humanity. Mm, humans. And we're seeing it happen now because I don't know if I send you this stuff or if I send my buddy Mike, but there's like bobcat sightings. There's fucking red foxes all over the place. It's like the deforestation, man. We've got a we've got our own little nature preserve in our backyards right now, and the animals have nowhere to go. Yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta keep building fucking you know big. Five bedroom, three garage, fucking houses all over the place. Yeah, or every t every little slice of land you get, you have to stick a house there. Yeah. Um, scientists estimate this is this is kind of background that ninety nine percent of all living organisms that have ever lived are extinct. So, you know, some things are just going to happen and go extinct. You know, and you can try to save them. Like I think panda bears are like well, they're not bears, but pandas. I don't know why I said panda bears. Aren't they bears though? <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, I thought um, pandas like they don't want to fuck. You know, they're going extinct on their own because they're a stupid fucking creature. I think people should stop fucking. Or <laughs> or just reproducing. Yeah, stop reproducing. Yeah, there, there it is. Just stop reproducing as much. I'll get. I'd say that. Everybody needs to be clipped or some shit, man. Stop wow. stop making well, babies. That, otherwise humanity will die off, which which is not a bad thing. Yeah, which would be good. Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Give it all back to the end. Make Earth Every great again. Yeah. Anyway. Um So this shit's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Do they say what species or 
they're not being specific well, with that. Um, data collected shows that 77 of the species who are most in danger have lost 94% of their populations in the last century. More than 400 species of vertebrates became extinct in the last 100 years. So, I don't know. It doesn't really mention any kind of specifics, but... Yeah. Duh, I'm sure tons of shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like seeing weird little animals and everything. Just to know that <laughs> they could be extinct in the next 20 years. Yeah, we've... It's amazing what we've managed to do to the planet, you know, in the last... You know, because, like, when did the real destruction of the planet begin, you know? 200 years ago? Possibly even before that, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, to an extent, because it's obviously a huge cities and shit. But, I mean, like, I'm talking about, you know, just dumping toxic chemicals in rivers and cutting down entire forests. I mean, this is, the planet's fucked. Oh, yeah. Then and I, these people don't give a shit, you know, because they're not going to be here. You know what I'm saying? The ultra wealthy, like people who are making cash right now, they don't give a fuck. They're no, they're going to space, man. They don't care. And I think I think they think that wealth is gonna insulate their children, and I think it will in the future. Yeah. Well, they'll uh, they'll either be living underground or on another planet. You know. Maybe. I think it'll in this country. I think you're gonna see stuff like uh, South Africa. Where there's like rich people have crazy big like barbed wire, razor wire fences around their houses and shit. And then like out. there's just slums where people shit in the street. And well, I'm saying like these ultra wealthy people, when they go out, they drive, to, they drive like fucking vehicles that can throw tear gas out of them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Bulletproof. Oh, yeah. Like the that. bulletproof glass. Yep. Because they're just they have all this fucking money and no one else has shit. Yeah. So. Well, it's starting to look like it hasn't gotten that bad, but it, it's going to get there. Well, sure. I mean, we should eat the rich, right? Tax the rich like AOC. <laughs> I don't know how rich she is. Uh, I don't know, but she was rich enough to wear a dress that says tax the rich at some kind of wealthy event that I couldn't even get into. Oh, at the Met Gala? Yeah. I don't think you own that dress, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend her or anything either. Nah. I don't think she's that wealthy, though. I'm talking like ultra-wealthy motherfuckers, billionaires and shit. Oh, yeah. Well, there's only... Well, they said that the number of billionaires has actually gone up, so it's more than, like... It's more than 5% now, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Well, then the problem is that the middle class or what remains of the middle class thinks that they're closer to, you know wealthy than they are to homeless when they're not <laughs> right way, you're way closer to somebody who has nothing than you are to you know even super wealthy fucking people you know not to say that all wealthy people are bad wealth is not bad no it's not bad it's just if you made money you know if you're some like fucking doctor you know, good for you man but for the most part people who make crazy money they do it like there's not it's not made without negative effects on humanity mm -hmm. or the planet and not only that but it's if you're a piece of shit too it's like how you treat the rest of the world just because of your wealth 
Well, there has to be poor people because there has to be people to tend to the pools and you know, bring them. <laughs> yeah, but do those shit. people have to be poor? Can they just be like not as wealthy? No, they have to be poor. <laughs> have to be poor. That was like the whole pandemic, right? You saw like these fucking people like, oh, we're gonna we'll be working from home. Like all these other people have to bring their fucking asses food and shit. Yeah, like that's why uh Uber Eats and Grubhub and fucking Postmates and everything else came up. Dude, I know I'm fucking closer to uh the girl working at fucking Burger King than I am to the fucking manager of the company that I work for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the same premise. You have to be aware of these things, man. Yeah. You know? Thinking you might have worked the- in the accounting department for fucking 15 years, but that doesn't mean <laughs> jack shit. You know, you're closer to that fucking girl giving you a whopper on your way home yeah, than you, you could, are the guy who's sitting in the office down the fucking hall. You could be making a fucking McRib in the next week, man. For real. It might be. Goddamn might be. Spitting in people's food, rubbing your dick on it, and <laughs> serving it to them. Um, I wouldn't do that, but you know, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, it's hippie sounding shit and people don't like it, but my view has always been that two people working even the most trivial job. What's the most, I don't know what that job is. I wouldn't even want to disrespect the people who do the trivial job because all jobs need to be done. Someone needs to clean shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. It's my belief that even working that job that you should be able to have a nice home and relatively, you know, new vehicles and see a doctor when you want and your kids can have things that they want and you can take vacations. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I think everybody should have financial stability. Sadly, that's not going to happen, but if you're willing to fucking work a job. Yeah. Which all these people are. So, you know, that's just a view that a lot of people don't like because, you know, it's like when they try to raise minimum wage to $15 and you have all these people who make like $18 an hour trying to take this away from these people. Yeah. You know, like, don't be pissed at these motherfuckers trying to get $15. Like, try to get more yourself, you know, that you should be getting more too. Everybody should be, you know. It's like the whole premise of, uh, you know, if I'm above the ladder on you, above you on the ladder, I'm going to tell you that it's the person below you trying to fucking hold you down and keep you from coming up the ladder. It's not me up here putting my foot on you. Right? <laughs> I'm not stepping on your you head. He's trying to hold you down and keep you down there. Yeah, they're that's why you see people things. who don't have shit and they're poor, they're mad at like poorer people. You know? Yeah, they're mad at. They make you mad at poorer people instead of them. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> The whole uh, thing is just fucking so funny. How dumb most people are, I think. It really is a caste system, but it's kind of disguised as something else. Yeah. You do whatever you want, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, if you've got the money. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, you could you grow up to be with it. No, you can't, dude. <laughs> Upward mobility in, in many groups. And, I mean, don't even fucking start on, like, you know for black people in this country and shit like there's chances are even fucking less you know because they've just been fucked for the last well since the beginning of this country yeah since the family. and now people don't even want to fucking tell them their kids about it they're like we don't want to tell our grandkids about that we don't want our kids to learn about all the fucking atrocities we've done against black people 
we just won't teach it anymore. I think south for you. I think the purpose of teaching it is though so that history doesn't repeat itself because if it gets lost and forgotten, then history will repeat itself. I saw shit people like there's some people like in different areas that don't want to teach their kids about the Holocaust. Yeah, I heard about that. I think it like shouldn't shouldn't be in books and stuff. Yeah. But it's the same premise. You look at these schools have made their because school districts decide their books. And if you look at like history books in Texas or Alabama and shit, uh, especially like some, not all parts, but parts of them, they're fucking bonkers, man. Because these companies are like, you want us to put what in there? <laughs> You're going to buy how many books? Fuck, I'll put anything, you know? It's like one-sided history right there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chester Cheetah fucking chopped down a cherry tree and said he never could never tell a lie. <laughs> never tell a lie. He had wooden teeth and shit. Across the Delaware <laughs> Valley Forge. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think that's just funny. That's it where is, we're at man. now. So that, that doesn't help our cause either. And dude, removing books from libraries is a big thing now again. Yeah. Like remember in the eighties they used to burn books and records and shit like that? Because they yeah. thought it was going to like teach people the wrong thing. Oh man, I just I feel bad for like hippies, man. Old hippies who like lived through the sixties and seventies, right? Those like 60, 70 year old hippies now. Yeah. Those they're, people like, probably still, don't even still care anymore. And shit, yeah. and I, just, I fucking love them, dude. But uh they live all through all that shit and to see this country like progress and then just like go backward. <laughs> Back to burning books and shit. God damn it. <laughs> like, God damn, I thought we made a difference saying give peace a chance and imagine, but we didn't do anything. Right. I don't I mean, know. Can you can you believe not not teaching children about the, the Holocaust? Yeah, you don't have to like scare the hell out of them, but you can say, hey, this happened, and you know, the this this is what led to this happening. We read Anne Frank's diary when I was in school. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah. But we went to a fucking traveling exhibit about uh about Anne Frank and shit. Oh wow. Man, we read the Crucible. Because, you know, the witch trials and all that other stuff. So it's like, you know, the atrocities of history that did happen. People gotta know about it. Oh, you know what? I apologize that I don't know the name of this, but it it's actually proves the point. There was a recognition recently over the last couple of years, you know, of that event that happened in Oklahoma. The bombing? You hearing about that? It was like in the 60s or 70s. Oh, okay. Nah, I didn't hear anything about that. What is it? Fuck. I'm going to be an idiot. Uh, now hiring a person to look up shit for us. Inquire within. Is nothing. I'll give you half of what I get. Yeah, and I'll give you half of what I get too. <laughs> so you'll get all of nothing. Yeah, what's the what's that? Two times zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know what the fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. The Tulsa Race Massacre. What the fuck? I never heard of that. That that proves a point too. Right. So it kind of became it kind of came, you know, in the last couple of years, they have we definitely made some strides 
you know, in this country. Um, at least, you know, more than we have um, on different things. And like this came out and it was like, not even came up. People knew about this. I never knew about it because we never learned about it in school. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is my point. Yeah, they never taught us that. The massacre began during the Memorial Day weekend after 19-year-old Dick Rowland, a black shoeshiner, was accused of assaulting Sarah Page, the 17-year-old white elevator operator in a nearby Drexel building. He was taken into custody after he was arrested. Rumors um, that stated he was going to be lynched were spread through the city. Um, so eventually it gets to the point... Yeah, they, these guys said to protect. So 75 black men, some of whom were armed, um, surrounded the jail in order to ensure that he would not be lynched. And this whole thing fucking it blew up. 10,000 black people were left homeless. And property damage amounted to more than $1.5 million in real estate, $750,000 in personal property, equivalent to $33 million in 2020. Holy fuck. But it was this whole fucking thing. And it was like in a black part of town that was actually pretty successful. Um, so it's like a whole thing. But anyway, it came out and people were talking about it very matter of factly. And I was like, I never learned about that in school. Why did we not learn about this in school? And then I started really thinking about what did we learn in school about the history of... <laughs> The history you know, the of plight America. Of fucking black people in this country. No, they didn't even do. Um, there was no such you, you thing. Learned, like you learned slavery. Yeah, you learned uh, Harriet Tubman. Right. Underground Railroad. Uh, Civil War. And that, I mean, like, really, right? Yeah, Civil War, and even even up to like maybe the fifties. You know, the New Deal and, or the sixties. I don't know when it was, man. I'm not a history major. Where police had to escort that uh, little girl to school. Nah, man. What was that? Well, that was in the 60s when they decided that uh, they forced, I forget what state, probably fucking Oklahoma again, <clears throat> to, maybe it was Mississippi, actually, that they had to, the Supreme Court, I believe, decided that, you know, black, black, black kids get to go to school with white kids, you know? Oh, okay. And they had this one little girl there's like this famous picture and it's like these two cops escorting this little little cute girl she you know she's in a little dress and she's at school and they're escorting her because she's like the first you know person to integrate into that school yeah they didn't even teach us that man yeah i think their governor of the state was trying to fight it and shit and they were was like, that was a whole thing too it's funny too because where you live you know yeah <laughs> you live in the fucking that's got to be interesting, right? Because we live, I live in, there's nothing here. Nothing I, of real relevance <laughs> ever happened here. Right? And where because I live, we have. We've only been here for, you know, a hundred and some years, really. Yeah, we so, had the Boston Tea Party here and fucking. Yeah, I mean, like, it's actually an old city and all these things actually happen. Yeah, but we didn't, no, we didn't really hear about that shit. You know, we learned the usual shit where that's in the books. Like, we learned about MLK uh nothing to malcolm x man like in high school i found out about malcolm x and i started reading into it but they don't teach that shit in the history books i don't know 
And then, you know, you get into, like I said, these other places where everybody has the same viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. police, the, the school board, the parent, everybody in this town has pretty much the same view. So they decide all that shit. And they decide what's in books and what's taught to their kids. And they're trying even more to do that now. And that's it's fucking frightening to me. It is. I don't, it's definitely not right. But I mean, what what can be done about it, really? It's fucked up. Nothing, you know, I guess. Yeah, it's not like... Going, like I said, I talked about that in the last... I think, well, maybe it was two shows ago. <laughs> I never did hear back, so I, he must not listen to the show. Talk to my about my friend who's a has five kids and how that's how we're going backward, I believe. Oh, yeah. Is that these, you know... And not to say, because like, I know I have hippie-ass friends who have kids too, but I don't think they're having kids as fast as... Like, I look around at my my workplace or other things functions of my life and like most of these people are young they have views that i disagree with right okay let's just put it that way uh-huh. and they're having a bunch of kids and i'm having zero kids <laughs> you know yeah so they're having five kids and four kids and shit and they're sending them to you know private schools that are teaching even more fucked up shit than that because they teach fucking you know, they teach <laughs> they teach like you know Christ as if it's a matter of fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? What kind of education is that? That that's what America needs more of, or even the world. It needs more uh, evangelicals. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did go to a private school for first and second grade because my uh, grandparents were so hardcore Christian that they paid for it. You know, and it was funny because when I, my parents moved and then. I went to public school and in third grade I showed up and I was so far ahead of all these kids. Holy shit. So I mean, I, there is one good thing. No, but I was also taught a bunch of fucking Jesus bullshit. Oh yeah. No, I'm saying though, but the education, like where, you know, math and reading uh-huh. comprehension and all that, you're probably oh, well, way yeah, ahead. Dude, because the smaller classes and mm-hmm. they have the money to, you know, they have the money to do the fucking job. I have multiple friends of mine uh, who are school teachers and like these people. They just get fucked, man. Bless them for being teachers, and they just get fucked, you know? They don't get paid enough. They don't have the money to properly do the job. Yeah. I had a lot of fuck-ups for teachers, though, when I was coming up. They were just, sure. But, yeah, they were just yeah, assholes. But if, it's, if me and you are both, if we're ultra-wealthy, and our kids go to these schools, then we don't give a fuck about those schools, do we? Oh, no. Actually, if you think about it... Those people being dumber uh, would be of benefit to us, no, wouldn't it? <laughs> this is true. You know? that, it is. True, That's how yeah. that shit works. Yeah, because it's like, you know, if we can take advantage of them, then it's like, oh, why should we Why should we pay this premium when we don't need to? Especially how you, you know, gerrymander fucking lines and shit. Like, well, that, that county over there, you know, that we've perfectly selected street by street to be not us. You know, fuck them. Yeah, it's all. It's the whole thing is a fucking kind of like a by design. It's like a a plan that sort of seems like it's played out over hundreds of years. <laughs> right. Yeah. It goes deeper than politics, man. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess probably than politics is the cause. I'm not sure, man. Because like the, we're still running on the same 
the same kind of uh, Senate or whatever that like the Roman Empire went on. And it's like you've seen what happened to the Roman Empire. So what the fuck is going on here? All the same things. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I don't know why we have such high regard for things of the past, you know, like Ben Franklin, like these guys who wrote this shit, like they're fucking, they don't know anything. And really. Well, it was smart for the day. Yeah, <laughs> and like it was relevant at that time. Seventeen hundreds, fucking smart. Right, right. So it was relevant at that time, but you know we've got to we've got to change the rules and make it more relevant to our time now. It just like to, to look at it as something you cannot change. You know what I'm saying? It seems fucking crazy to me. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. It's it's such a slow moving thing that it'll it'll be. I don't know that it'll ever happen here, you know. Yeah, well, I know that we're not going to live to see it. I mean, I, I really doubt that. People don't have the, you know, they've learned over the years how to, you know, get people to fall in line more. You know, there's a lot of the shit in the 60s and, you know, Vietnam and the protests and people aren't doing that kind of shit anymore. You know, really not that much. Yeah. Not like that, I don't think. Um, because, you know, they figured it out. If you're in fear, if you're in fear of losing your job, that's, un- you know, then you're, you're pretty much fucked. You're not going to do shit. You're going to go home and watch it on TV. Yeah. Unless yeah. you just, you know, a lot of people, just, unless you're fucked, you know, unless you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Man with nothing the, has nothing to lose. Right. And those are the people who are really the most dangerous. They've got nothing to lose. They're like, I don't care. I'm going to go out and do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. I don't know. It's, uh... The old guy metal cast, you never know, dude. You never know where you're gonna go. You just we kind of started off with metal and then ended up here. I think that's what people actually I talk to people that I think that's what they like. Oh yeah, they like that. Probably not political shit, but I don't care. Um no, people like that the show is kinda like we could spend, you know, twenty minutes talking about the different versions of squirrels in the country. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever else. They probably don't like politics, but Yeah. I think we were talking more like uh, not about politics completely, but more like uh, about classism this time. Yeah. There you go, society. Yeah. Society and culture and how fucked it is. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you look at like I don't, you know, fuck both sides of the of the whole thing. Oh yeah. Like as though they both need to be put out of their fucking misery. I mean, I think that's what metal is all about, too, pretty much. You know, you're you're seeing the atrocities that are happening and you're kind of telling a story about it as if, you know, the times that you're living in and you're you're um, <laughs> you're drawing parallels to shit that happened in the past, you know, because like what's more metal than that? Like you're talking about really fucked up shit and you're speaking out against it or you're uh, you're telling a story like that. I mean, there's nothing with two teams that's going to be with two options is never going to be good for anybody, right? Competition is good, you know. So we get two two parties, and yeah. that's it. I mean, that's a fucking joke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. like a meeting you own all every fucking burger joint in this country, and we just get together, you know, or every whatever the fuck a monopoly, and we just decide together. Like, oh, well, yeah, well, we're not going to pay anybody anything. Yeah, we're, we're going to pay them in burgers. We're going to compete, but we're going to work together to also dominate. You know, like, yeah. there's no, there's no benefit. You know? 
No, it actually creates stagnation after a while. Yeah. Well, because I guess too, there's like, you know, you get one, and then the next there's levels to the politics where it's like, oh, the next level you don't have control of that, so these guys will cock block you, and then nothing will happen. You know, like eight years of Obama. <laughs> I didn't say what you will about him, but it was like eight years, nothing happened. It was no. like he's like, hey, how about this? And they're like, nope. He's like, well, how about this? Nope. Yeah, no change, no change. Eight fucking years. I don't give a shit about any of this stuff, man. I want universal health care <laughs> and way more money, and I want to work less. Yeah. I we, don't give a fuck how entitled that makes me sound. It's fucked up how this country doesn't have universal health care, but yet all, the, all these other countries like Australia and a few others have Every that universal health care. Yeah. It, like, they're actually taking care of their people, but America can't do that. And we're like the, one of the we best. We don't have guaranteed vacation. Yeah. We don't have guaranteed uh, leave for women who have children. Or men. A lot of countries, you know, they have time for men as well. Which they should. Uh, we don't have any of that shit. You know? Fuck so, no. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and like to make that happen. You know? I don't know. If neither of the political parties are going to give you those things, then I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> you're going to vote for a third party like I do all the time and fucking yeah. waste your vote. I waste my vote all the time, but fuck it. I, do, I don't want to vote for the, the two-party system that we got now. I felt like I've had to the last two times. Really? I don't want to. You know, See, I feel I, like I want to vote for you know a third party as always, yeah. as I usually do. But it felt like, you know... One of these is definitely worse than the other one. Yeah. I don't think that's even a fucking debate, honestly. The fact that it is a debate is funny. Now facts are debatable. That's a, another downfall of our... Back in the day, you'd be like, this is a fact, and you'd, you'd win an argument. Yeah. <laughs> even even <laughs> if you got shit and to like, back oh, it up. boom, I win. Yeah. Not like anymore. You, you come with a fact, and you've, uh, you've got things to back it up, but still it gets debated anyway as though it's not a fact. Well, it's just they're debatable now. Yeah. You know, you're like A, and they're like, nope, that's not true. <laughs> one plus two one two, equals two, two 12. Is four. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not. No. Yeah. It's five. My opinion is that it's five. Your, your opinion that it's that two plus two is four, that's fine. Right. But mine is five, and I deserve my own opinion. That's You do deserve your own opinion, but you, you deserve your own opinion over there away from me. <laughs> That's where we are. It's man. like you you can believe what you want. I don't care. Just go on about your day and leave me alone. Holy shit. I feel like my bladder is going to burst. You want to take five? We'll just end this fucker. It's long as shit. Okay. <laughs> Whatever this shit. Just end it. I got to pee my pants. I got stuff to do. Uh, if you like my bullshit, you can check out my podcast, Suplex and New Limits Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it is live every Saturday on YouTube at noon Eastern, everywhere else on demand afterward uh, on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. If you want to bullshit with me, that's the place to go. Hell yeah. Get waked, get baked with Jim and Tyler every Saturday. Um, if, yeah, tomorrow. If uh, you want to hear more of me, I am on this podcast called I Want to Make a Playlist About It. And we talk about shit we have topic 
that we kind of make a playlist about and it's becoming a lot of fun a little less random we're kind of notorious for our guests not showing up so it's pretty cool i guess we scare the shit out of them um i think i'm probably confused because i listened to an episode of the show and i was confused oh uh, like, yeah the guys I, like probably he's like i have to do this what is the fuck is this thing <laughs> well there's like um I'm really bad at explaining shit, as you can tell. But there's like we have a like, you know, one week we had a topic where it's like if we had to take care of Baby New Year um, and sing it lullabies we and pick five songs as lullabies, like what would we choose? So basically mm. we ran through the playlist and we were like, OK, we'd you know, we do this. We'd sing this. We'd. Um, you know, we pick all those songs. And so basically that was the topic, but then we end up going off talking about other shit, kind of like we do on here. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of random, but it's, it's like a funny, weird game show. But anyway, yeah, you could check that out everywhere. Podcasts are found. Um, shout out to break the apocalypse. Oh yeah, that's right. Much love to break the apocalypse every Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Every Friday. Brian, John, and Shaheen. I do his name is Brian, right? The third guy? Yeah, yeah B-Show Brian, yep. Yeah. Much love, fellas. Um, yeah, and continue to support and listen to the Inhuman Experience, me and my boy Bobby Anthem. We will be back. I just don't know when. I don't even talk about my podcast, my defunct podcast anymore. <laughs> we, we do an episode, we'll talk about it. Check engine light, dude. Um, so there you go. That'll do it for this time. Uh, we'll be back before you know it. Actually, uh, if plan goes, if everything goes to plan. We'll be back uh, in a week instead of in two weeks. Yeah. So see how you guys like that. There you go. I thank you very much for listening, supporting the show, and until next time, be excellent to each other and hail Satan and hail yourself. And uh, contact us at ogmcpod at gmail.com. <laughs>